0: And welcome into the season finale of Unsportsmanlike Conduct. I'm Colin Lux, and I'm joined by Von Lozan, hello, and Evan Sashella. What up? We got a full show for you guys tonight to go out, uh, go out with a bang. Essentially, we're gonna we have a full show. We're gonna go over the Pistons, um, what we saw this year, how bright their future looks, the Tigers and the slump they've been in, and some rumors that are flying around. Um, Lions, they got the NFL draft on Thursday. Who our dream selections are. And maybe we'll talk some other uh, strategies. And then we'll do our uh, weekly stud and dud. So starting out with the Pistons. Unfortunately, got swept by the Cavs. Um, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. It seems like everything with the Pistons, you guys should just trust me from now on. Especially when it comes to the Cavaliers. I always have a good sense when it comes to them. You guys wanted to face Toronto, who's currently 2-2 with Indy getting smacked. DeRozan and uh, Lowry are choking again, which I told you they would. The Cavs, they showed their true colors. They stepped up. They didn't beat us down. The Pistons played really tough, but the Pistons could not find a way to win a game. Uh, the, the inexperience kind of showed. Andre Drummond wasn't able to play late in games, which is disappointing due to the uh, hack of Drummond rule, which we might talk about that a little bit. So what did you guys see from the team, and uh, how excited are you for the future? Evan, let's start with you.
1: What a week it's been. A week ago, the Pistons really down one nothing, and I said that they would maybe tie a series up and maybe get the advantage back on their side, win the game at quick and longs. And they didn't, they got split four zero. 4-0. And, uh, but there's still some positives to see, some encouragement. I mean,
0: <coughs>
1: they lost by two points, it came down to the wire. Uh, why Reggie Jackson shot that basketball, I don't know. Uh, but uh, the Pistons, of course, they're on the upside, you know. Uh, they made the playoffs, that was their goal this year, was to make the playoffs. And they went up against a good Cleveland team with LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, the odds were with them. Uh, but of course they played four hard games, uh, you mentioned Andre Drummond couldn't really play at the end of games, and that's terrible, but what I heard Tom Gore said after the game, they're going to open to re-sign Andre Drummond, and they want to get that deal done. He said that all centers in the league have their flaws, Andre Drummond's is free throw shooting. Uh, but you take a look at what happened yesterday, KCP played the most of any for 42-plus minutes, only at nine points, had that clutch three-pointer at the end of the game that kind of uh, brought the back for the Pistons. Uh, but he only had nine points, he probably should have gave it to Tobias Harris, Tobias had 23 points, Marcus Morris had 24 points, but things were working for Andre Drummond or for the guards. Those were the guys that were scoring the basketball. But it was just like a defensive lapse, I guess, because Kyrie Irvin dropped 31 points. Uh, LeBron James was 22 points, that's a good for holding LeBron James, he's one of the best basketball players in this league. Uh, Kevin Love only had 11, so there was good there. Uh, but. If you allow Kyrie Irving to hit those three-point shots, even no matter how you defend them, uh, it's really good. He's going to hit from the corner. Uh, Cleveland's bench is way better than Detroit's bench. Oh, yeah. Why is Steve Blake on the team? Uh, <sighs> people want He said he's playing for another contract. Who knows? That's not going to happen.
0: Vaughn could drive past Steve Blake. Right. Literally. <laughs> I think we all could pass Literally, him. we could all cross him <laughs> over. He's horrible on defense.
1: And he played 10 minutes, and that is not ideal. Where's Spencer Dinwiddie He his <laughs> development. Who knows?
0: Lost cause.
1: But Anthony Tolliver only played six minutes, and I'm very shocked because he was kind of the three-point shooter off the bench. You need a guy that can stretch the floor. That is Anthony Tolliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanley Johnson was playing at the end of the game, and uh, he has a bright, bright future. But, no, 4 nothing, they learned something. So they learn where they are. They made the playoffs. They say, hey, we can't make it past the first round. Now we got to make the upgrades to move into the second round and keep progressing as a team. And I feel like Stan Van
2: Guttie will make those decisions. He absolutely will, and got to give credit for the Pistons, hanging tough in every game in this series. Game one, they came so close and just didn't get it. Game two, three, four, same result. But yesterday, Kyrie Irving was the catalyst for that team, but J.R. Smith had a clutch three-point shot with, like, no time left on the shot clock uh, to put them back ahead by, I think, four points. And that was huge going down the stretch because Reggie Jackson wasn't able to hit that last-second three, <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, just things just didn't go the way for the Pistons. That, like uh, Stan Van said, uh, the the NBA kind of favors LeBron and these teams that can make it far for ratings for money purposes. Uh, but yesterday the Pistons kind of you know, disproved that. I th- I think the Pistons could have definitely won at least two of those games in the series, uh, if not more than that. Especially one at Qu- Quicken Loans Arena. Uh, next year, they're going to be back and better than ever. I think next year, they'll definitely make the playoffs again if they get those pieces that they need so desperately. Andre Drummond has to get better at his free throws. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. but
0: He can't get worse than 31%. There's no it's way. It's
2: something that and every
0: can... offseason, that's all they work on with him. So how can he not get better? Like They're literally hiring specialists to get this kid to shoot better.
2: <laughs> I followed the Pistons on Snapchat, and they had a Snapchat of him uh, practicing free throw, uh, half-court shots, and he made like two of them in a row.
0: Maybe he should and just chew like, from there from now on. I
2: deleted them off Snapchat because of that I was so <laughs> infuriated. I was like, why are you doing this? Do your free throws instead. He's got to get better at that going forward. Reggie Jackson, he'll be fine. Uh, Marcus Morris was such a huge pickup for them mm-hmm. uh, before the trade deadline. We gave up nothing for him. Uh, the same salary cap relief by Phoenix. Yeah,
0: basically. Trying to get Aldridge, who they didn't get. Yeah. So, yeah, it worked out great yeah, for us.
2: Absolutely. And uh, same thing for Tobias Harris. We just gave up two <laughs> bench players that barely contributed to our team. Brandon Jennings, I know, a season ago was a key factor for us, but not anymore now that Reggie Jackson's that, that go to guy. Uh, so, next year, I fully expect them to be back where they were at this season and contending.
0: I agree. And you have such a good young core, um, those guys can only get better from now on. Their oldest starter is Reggie Jackson at 26. And they have a couple of guys at 23. Stanley Johnson, the backup, who will eventually be a starter, 19. So they're all super young. Drummond's only 22. They only have a few, they have a few needs, too. Um, backup point guard's definitely the biggest one. Steve Blake cannot be your guy next year. And Dinwiddie showed some flashes, but then it seems like he's just, his, he's lost all of his confidence. He's not really developed. He's, he's not, court, he, so. yeah, yeah, he's not the guy they thought he would be. Um, I like, so there's some guys in the draft I like. There's that kid from Kentucky, um, there's Yogi Farrell and maybe um, Denzel Valentine, I think could be a really good pick out of state. He's a guy, he can score, he's great at passing, his defense is good, and he's a leader. So I think if you have I don't think he's gonna be a star in the league, but he could be a very good backup point guard for this team. Um maybe bring back Brandon Jennings, DJ Augustine. Any one of those guys is an improvement from Steve Blake. And um I think they can only get better in that aspect. Yeah, uh, one thing that surprised me is Anthony Tolliver didn't get any three point shots yesterday. You saw we were missing so many of that one drive late in the game. We're down by three. We missed three straight wide open three-pointers on one possession. Um, uh, Reggie missed the two. Stanley missed the other one. They, they need a shooter, which, why, which is why Jody Meeks would have been so important to this team this year. But if that's the only thing that kept them from winning a game or two against Cleveland, that's an easy that's an easy change they can make in the offseason. So I'm not too concerned. If this team didn't have talent, I would be. But Stan Van Gundy's done such a good job building this team. Like you said, Tobias Harris, and Marcus Morris have been crucial KCP's development has been huge, especially in this series. He played like a true leader. He was passing the ball around. He was making his threes. Um, uh, so I'm really excited for the last team.
2: Shot last night.
0: You think he should have? But should've. Reggie Jackson always plays the hero. Reggie Jackson was not passing that ball. He always have goes hero. Him,
2: like, win at that role though.
0: No, he doesn't. Games? No, he no, should have. He should have. But Reggie Jackson has to be the hero. That's what it is. But um, I'm excited about this team going forward. I think next year and the year before, the year beyond that, they'll be very good.
1: Everybody's just got us to help. You, you mentioned Jody Meeks. Jody Meeks is a quality player, but the Lakers, he was a big rotation player. <coughs> He's been for the last couple of years. If you can get him back and you can get a better point guard to replace Steve Blake, especially Dinwiddie, and give Reggie Jackson some relief, you're talking about this team can maybe win the second round, in my opinion, especially as they get you're better to develop. Uh, but I also think they got to get some help with Andre Drummond, maybe get, bring in another center. Here we're talking about Diamond Stone from Maryland, a 6'11 guy that can shoot free throws. You get him, Baines, and Drummond down there, down low, maybe to replace someone like a Joel Anthony who's almost out of the league based on the he, yeah, he's done. So just try and get younger and try and get better. That's what the Pistons goal should be. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Is there any players you guys are looking at in the offseason who you really want the Pistons to go after? Or are there any bench guys yeah, you for sure want them to get rid of?
1: The Pistons will sign Kevin Durant. Fingers crossed. What?
0: What? No, that's not true. Okay, okay. I, I, Evans I a stand. Evans a stand-up comedian. For those of you who don't know, so you can't really take what he what he says seriously all the time.
1: Yeah. Uh, LeBron James. Because uh, he ca- won't come. Uh, so I'm telling you, like the top five uh, free agents right now was Kevin Durant. That's that number mm-hmm. one because people. He's probably going go back to Washington or somewhere like that. I could
0: definitely see them. They could be scary. That's a small town, too. Yeah, him and John Wall could be scary. Yeah,
1: LeBron James is going to stay in Cleveland or go yeah, to no, Miami no hope or somewhere for that. And not going to Detroit. That's a big problem. Uh, Andre Drummond's a restricted free agent. He's going to stay with the Pistons. I don't know how they're going to get that deal done, but they are. got to find a way. DeMar DeRozan, he has a player option, uh, but he's like a solid shooting guard from Toronto.
0: Except when it comes to playoff time.
1: I mean, I are mean, the Raptors are a really good playoff team, though. That's the question. Well,
0: apparently, you guys thought so because you guys were scared to death to play them. Oh, let's take on Cleveland.
2: Hey, they played tough against Cleveland. They proved And they're going to beat the
0: Patriots Okay, of the series. You think the Raptors will come back they're and beat be Indiana? We'll right. see.
1: And then, Pau Gasol is number five. He sucks. He has a player option. So, the under, top unrestricted free agent is from Atlanta, <laughs> Al Horford, who's very efficient, <clears throat> power forward and center. Uh, Bradley appeals is a restricted free agent. Uh, he's probably going to stay in Washington. So, then yeah. Dwight Howard's eight. He has a player option. Wayne weighs nine. He's unrestricted. And Mike Conley's unrestricted, who's a point guard. But I don't think he's he's too good to come to Detroit.
0: He could be an upgrade so, over Reggie Jackson, but do you really want to like start all over with another point guard or yeah. make a trade Especially like that?
1: Reggie Jackson's kind of the face of the foundation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Right now with Drummond's. So yep. Obviously, there's essentially nobody on the free agent market that the pistons can get, which is why you have to upgrade to the draft or stick around with Steve Blake and see what he
0: can do. Or option C, you trade. I actually have a an interesting trade. I think is a possibility anymore. They're only going downhill. They're not really benefiting from having Jimmy Butler on the team right now. They could benefit Butler is Jimmy Butler is already superstar in this league. He's a top ten player, top five defender. I just like, hey, maybe it's a possibility. Why don't you like it? Tell it's, me, Vaughn. It's
2: a possibility. Um, I was going to say Carl Anthony Towns obviously going to get Rookie of the Year, but Stanley, in coming off the bench, has been a really really good player for the Pistons, and he's shown that in the playoffs even. Yesterday he had a good game, I thought, in my opinion. Uh, just the series in general, he had a, he had a good series. Um, Jimmy Butler's had his injury concerns, his knee, uh, and all the other stuff that he's had to deal with. Uh, minus that, if, if he were to stay healthy and guaranteed play 82 games, then maybe I would reconsider that. But giving up a first-round pick is a little much uh, in the NBA. Saying you only get two of them, uh, two picks in the NBA draft overall, just a first and second round. It's not like an NFL draft where you got seven of seven picks that right. you just dish out. Uh, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be very keen of them giving up a first-round pick and then your first-round pick from last season for, for a guy that's injury-prone.
0: He had the one injury So I don't know if it's fair To call him injury prone yet And look at a guy Like Paul George Who had a disastrous Injury in an exhibition game Came back And is better than ever And I think Jimmy Butler Is almost as good as him He's not Paul George But he's almost as good He's a better defender he's And Jimmy right, Butler He's he's proven he can score I mean, too Remember against the Pistons He had like a 45 point game yeah. He could be that one guy They're missing And Stanley Johnson His offensive game Just really isn't that much there It'll develop But he'll never be The stand up scorer The guy that can lead The team every game Like a Jimmy Butler and I don't know if his defense ever be as good as Butler's. It's good. His the only thing he has over Butler is rebounding. He's a really good rebounder, especially for a small forward, and he can guard the one through four position. But Jimmy Butler's a superstar. And it's like, do you want to win now, or you want to wait to see in four or five years? Maybe. I don't know. I'd rather prefer to take the win now route. I think Detroit fans fall so in love with our players, we grow so attached to them, we don't want to get rid of them. But we got to like look past that and just look at the wins in winning now. Evan, what do you think? You are shaking your head.
1: Colin, Colin. No, oh, I do not agree with this at all. Why? Uh, because Stanley Johnson <coughs> is 19 years old. He's got so many years in front of him to develop, and he had a great rookie season, like you mentioned. Of course, Carl Anthony Towns, Kristaps Porzingis, yeah, they're going to get the recognition, the all that. But Stanley Johnson had a great rookie season. Uh, he showed up that he he was in that last the end the game last night. He was in the starting five basically. He was there. Uh, He was playing in the big time. He's not afraid to call out LeBron James, a 19-year-old kid. him out LeBron James, one of the best players in this league. Was that such
0: a good thing, though? It almost kind of backfired on him. LeBron took him to school the next game.
1: But still, you have that kind of confidence and courage from a 19-year-old from Arizona who essentially should be a college player right now to go up against the number one player in the world and say, I can take LeBron. And a few years people are saying when LeBron's body dies, he's not being able to get... You know all that playing, the most production that he can get, Stanley Johnson's gonna match up with him because Stanley Johnson, you talk five years from now, he's twenty four. He's gonna he could play for the Pistons for an extremely long time. And Jimmy Butler, you know, you mentioned the injury. He's twenty six, in five years he'll be thirty two. Thirty one. I can't do math
0: today. <laughs> That's, not, okay. That's okay. That's
1: uh, okay. But still, you one year old in five years. I mean, right now he's only he's averaging 20 points a game. I mean, Andre Drummond's averaging 17 points a game, but that's going to go up because next year he's going to be 23. You got to keep this core together and talk about giving up the first round pick, uh, like Vaughn said, it's not like the NFL where you have seven picks to trade away. You have two. You have a first round, and second round, most teams, and that's basically your team because right now the NBA is so hard to land a free agent because all these restricted free agencies, the players have options. Right now you build your team through the draft and that's
0: the Pistons But team. such a low draft pick like that, is that really gonna have such an effect on the team? I feel like the NBA unless you really have a top ten pick, you're really getting nobody good. Well, Pistons, you gotta you're finding like you gotta find a diamond in the rough outside of the top ten and get a quality guy. Jimmy Butler's a superstar.
1: And that's why the Pistons are gonna get the diamond in the rough. Diamonds <laughs> that's
0: don't say Ha, I see what I you know, did there, but the, what they need is a score. They need a guy that can match LeBron, that can match Kyrie Irving. They need a superstar. This isn't the team from 04 where everyone's just solidly good and they can win a championship like that. This team is good all around, but they're not that good. good. They need a superstar. In today's NBA, you need a guy to go to in the final minutes. Right now, it's Reggie Jackson. He can't do it. He's a heck of a point guard, but he's not the guy. He's not your superstar. Uh, and I don't think Stanley Johnson will be your superstar. He'll always be your lockdown defender. He'll be a guy that can hit some shots. But what did he shoot? 32% from three this year. Jimmy Butler, 20 points a game, 4.8 assists a game, 5.3 rebounds. Shot 45% from the field. The dude's great. Away, he played 67 games. He, he missed 15. Really
1: his first year in the He's 19 years old. He'll learn from this year. He'll get better. He's, be, he's younger than all of us in this room right now. That's
0: he is. He is. Yeah. I'm just a guy. I'm very impatient. I like to win now and what if by the time Stanley comes around in a few years what if Drummond's not that great anymore what if Jackson Jackson is 26 he's getting a little long in the tooth um, Marcus Morris may not be around anymore Tobias Harris may not pan out so I'm saying you have a really good starting five right now the only starting five in the league I might add that average over 14 points a game all five of them you add this guy to that um, gosh the sky's the limit I think I think they can make a run to the championship right then if they added him that's no joke I think next season if you added Jimmy Butler you can make a run in the East
1: still got to keep that core together. You can't give up Johnson, you can't give up KCB, and you can't give up Drummond. That's the Pistons' big three. I mean, we talk about the Spurs with Ginobili, Parker,
0: and Duncan. You cannot compare big. them, though. They are not they are not Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan, and they, they are not LeBron, as, as D-Wade, as and Chris Bosh.
1: Young guys who developed and built, and they won several championships, mm-hmm. Tim Duncan's going to the Hall of Fame. So...
0: None of these guys are going to the Hall of Fame. Maybe Drummond, maybe, if we he can become a good free-throw shooter.
1: 19 years old, yeah. K- KCP's 23, Andre Drummond's 22. They have that potential. They all have the ability to light up.
0: Jimmy Butler isn't potential. He's that He's that right now. He's a great player right now. I'm just saying, I you want to compete, well, we'll see. We'll see. Either way, I trust Van Gundy. Any oh, move yeah, he yeah, makes, absolutely. you can't distrust it right now because he's giving you no reason. He's brought Detroit basketball back and let's talk about how, how exciting was it to see the last couple of games, how rocking the palace was. It was. I brought you back to the days you were growing up. I mean, it was it was awesome.
2: Definite nostalgia in yeah. my mind.
0: In the last eight years it's been people were giving away tickets to pistons games. Yeah. I wouldn't even take free tickets. I'd be like, I don't want that. I'm not gonna waste my gas to drive down Auburn Hills, it's not worth my time. Now it's like, yeah, I'll pay for some pistons tickets. Heck yeah. It's it's exciting that they're back and um either move, whether they make a trade or not, pick up free agents, what they do in the draft. We all trust uh, Stan Van Gundy, I'd say.
1: And Tom Gorris, the owner.
0: And Tom Gorris. Good guy.
1: Board, he kind of stayed away from the team for a few years, now he's back and yeah. wants to sign all these players and, knit, and that's what we were hoping Yeah,
0: I didn't like him at first, but I'm, st- I'm starting to come around for old Tommy. Okay, moving to the Tigers, a team that's not nearly as exciting nowadays. Um, they've lost 7 of 9. They just got swept bad to Cleveland. I mean bad. And uh, apparently there's some rumors that Osmond's on the hot seat, and even um, we heard from Detroit Sports Rag, a website that's not the best source, but um, other, yeah, so, other places are using it. Tonight. Their managing editor, Detroit Sports Rag's managing editor, Justin Spiro, was putting on Twitter that apparently Illich is trying to talk to Jim Leland and get him back. I, get him back. I don't know how um, official this is, how legit it is, but here's, I'll read you some of the tweets. Um, <clears throat> Tiger Source just said that Mike Illich is already teetering on Brad Osmus. If Leland can be convinced, the switch will be made soon. After that, he put, The feeling is Leland will stay retired, but will hear the pitch. Situation looking bad for Osmus. A Leland no would buy some time. Apparently, to look at other options. And then here's another quote If Leland wants to return, he could be in the dugout within days, a source said. Source also says, Illich plans or planned to reach out to Jim Leland as of last night, and this was yesterday. Not sure if the conversation has happened yet. And one more tidbit. Tiger's not expected to fire Osmus, just promote from within. Illich wants an import with clout. He put that after that. So, lot lot going on there. What do you guys think?
2: I think that's a little ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if any of that's true or not. I, I honestly don't believe it is. But if it were, it would be justified. Simply because of the benching of Justin Upton and Miguel Cabrera yesterday. I, why was that even a thing?
0: One of them maybe, but not when you're in a slump like that. Definitely bench- not two of them. At least, well, how bad your offense has been. Yeah. You're going to put down Cabrera's, your two best players?
2: Cabrera's top five hitter right now. He used to be the best. Yeah, he's, he's
0: getting old. Five. He's getting old, yeah. And
2: what's his average right now? Two it's like something. 220-something. Yeah. He's, uh, he's struggling, ugh. but so is Upton. Upton's been striking out a lot. Uh, on Saturday, Upton struck out three times. That's probably why he was benched. He hasn't been hitting as efficiently as what they had hoped. Nope. But there's <coughs> no reason to bench of them this early in the season. Just absolutely no reason at all. Uh, so that, that's the only reason why I would imagine that, that Illich has even th- remotely thought about it, is because of how, well, or how bad the team has been playing rec- uh, recently. Uh, Like you said, you lost seven of nine. That's terrible. They've lost three series in a row. You can't do that, especially this early on in the year. Uh, People like, oh, they got 162 games. Uh, Every game matters. If you miss the playoffs by one game, you could go back to earlier in the season when you say, oh, well, if you wouldn't have benched Justin Upton and Miguel Cabrera that day, maybe they would have won. Maybe they would have made the playoffs. I mean, that's a really big what-if scenario. But seriously, what if that were to happen? People would be outraged just because of the benching of two of your All-Stars. Yep. Now, it sucks that Shane Green had to leave the game early because of uh, he had a, well, he, a blister Bister, on his yeah. finger, uh, so that definitely didn't help the cause either. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, there's definitely some justification for the reason of why Illich would be tempted to maybe look at some other coaches, um, maybe even get Kirk Gibson back on the uh, coaching track. Cause
0: I'd be okay with that.
2: He was with the Arizona Diamondbacks not too long ago, and he led them to the playoffs. And he had Justin Upton on that team.
0: he's a former Tiger back in the day.
2: Yeah, 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 he was. So maybe go after him. He's in the broadcast booth right now, but honestly, I don't like him in the broadcast booth. I'd rather have Rod Allen. I'd rather have Rod Allen and Mario just doing their thing, Kirk Gibson being the coach, and getting Brad Osmus in his analyst. He can
0: go model or out. whatever the heck he is, whatever he does.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Go back to me? Yes. I'm going to you. What you got, sir? Salsa?
1: I'm going back to September of last year when there were rumors coming out that we back and see what you can do, but it was going to be a short leash. And right now, like you said, this
0: they have one of the best lineups in the division, maybe in baseball, and they can't hit at all.
1: Are you kidding me? And then the pitch, obviously, there's just question marks all over this team, and right now it's, it's got to be on Austin Leland, who's 71 years old right now, but you were we had hired you to lead the Leland. Is he going to come back? I don't think so, because he left a few years ago because he said, I'm World Series. He's beloved. The guy who smoked cigars uh, when he was doing swearing at players, swearing at the media, people loved that. Jim Lehman was just, he was just out there. Uh, But right now, if I'm Tigers, I'm looking at Ron Gardenhire. If I'm going to find somebody. Ron Gardenhire of course, with the Twins, a very good manager uh, with the M&M boys, Maurer, Morneau. Uh, I think he's not doing anything right now. He come back and go the Tigers, get some revenge on the Twins for letting them go. Uh, it would be a great, great addition for the Tigers. Who really need that kind of leadership, like Jim Leland gave him right now. so the Brad Osmus, who was was basically hired out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, I agree with both of you. Osmus um, the team has really just gone down since he took over two years ago. Yeah, the first year, I we'll won't say, oh, he won the division. But have you seen that lineup, that roster? He had... David Price and Max Scherzer as the top two pitchers, and we got swept in the first round by Baltimore. If Leland was a manager, we would have won that series. We might have won the World Series that year, at least gotten close. Yes, it was bad. Next year, oh, next year he's got a full place. This year got off to another hot start, and now they're reverting back to their ways from last year. The pitching's bad. Jordan Zimmerman has been the only one that's looked good. Verlander's had some stretches. Sanchez looked good to start. His last outing was bad. Zimmerman's really the only for sure thing you got right now. Pelfrey's horrible. Oh, my goodness. Don't He's horrible. Stop he doesn't belong in the major out. leagues. At, he doesn't,
1: least he, at least he owned up to it. He said, I'm terrible. I'm just one behind me. Yeah.
0: At least he admitted him. it. That's not his. They're the ones. Al is the one who brought him here. So it's really on him. Yeah. But um, the only one at 10 right now is Salty. Salty the guy that was your he's third. He's awesome. He leads the team in RBIs, home runs, and he was supposed to be your third string catcher. Where's Cabrera, Ben? Where's V Mart, Ben? Upton. Time for you to earn that contract, buddy. We gave you a lot of money. Kinsler's been decent. They really JD. got it. Yeah, JD. Mm-hmm. And then Victor too. I haven't really heard much from him. I think yeah. he's been quiet too. I heard much from Andy, but no, yeah, they all really need enough good pitchers anymore. Um, Dombrowski made sure of that when he got rid of all of them within okay. the last couple of years, like this, and he's been he's been the guy the last couple of years when they've been slumping. It's time to make a change. This has to change. I'd be okay if Leland came back. I think everyone'd be okay with that. I but that. I don't see it happening. No,
2: Leland Placido Blanco was decent. Carlos Guillen was okay. Maggio Ordones was was, was, was yeah, exactly.
0: Ordones was nothing with the Chicago White Sox for like years. Yeah. You need to turn him into a superstar. The was a good remember, Fernando Joe Rodney was Ford the is. was the closer back then. Todd Jones. Todd Jones. Oh, Kenny Rogers. Why did yeah. Kenny Perry? that Kenny Rogers, yes. The gambler. days are probably behind him. And if he did come back and the team didn't turn around, I wouldn't want him to go out and remember the good times with him. So I almost don't know if I want him to come back. I know he's coaching USA in the summer. Twins, I think he'd be a good one. And uh, Kirk Gibson would be another good one. So I agree with both of you guys. Yes. Special He's assistant to the man. GM. I think he'll take a manager gig so over.
2: The that
0: sounds like Dwight Schrute's title in the Office, like assistant to the okay. regional manager. Day. We'll you give old Rod a call. He'll come and sing with Gibson. Yeah. We'll see if Illich pulls the trick. You've gotten rid of the whole farm system to get this far. So after these guys are gone, it's only going to get worse. I you we're all thinking.
1: Yeah, they got a crucial four-game series against the Oakland A's. Starting tonight. And then they got to go to Minnesota. Uh, are
0: they in Oakland? No, it's in yeah, it's it's at... That's not going to happen.
1: It won't happen, but I want it. How about Sonny Gray? On
0: the Sonny Gray always goes. The guys, the guys' annual NFL draft. I know it's uh, one of my favorite sports days of the year. I love yeah. the draft. Chris Berman there. It's just so exciting with all those guys there. The Lions have the 16th pick at the end of the year and still miss out on the playoffs. They had to deal with the worst of both worlds. But they had some momentum, maybe wide receiver, D line, linebacker they could use another guy, and maybe a guy in the secondary. Guy, Evan, who was it?
1: I've got Jack Conklin. That's on your on the offensive side. They need to move Riley Reap over to the right side. He's not a great productive line. That'd be a perfect fit. And uh, Jack Conklin's gonna be the best tackle available at sixteen. Uh, because uh, and uh, I wasn't really high on Jack Conklin uh, coming after this season. I his pro day, his work at the combine, all the scouts are high in him now. And someone said if he's that guy, State fans who are Lions fans are going to love him there. i would be a good fit. Uh, get the guy to protect the Johnson.
0: Do you think he'll be there at 16, honestly? Or do you think he'll be gone?
2: You could go up at 15.
0: Okay. Vaughn, who's your guy?
2: I think he'll be there too, but I'd rather get Taylor Deck. Look, I would be happy with either one, honestly. It's just preference at this point for me. Conklin's a great tackle, and I think he's got the potential to be a really, really good tackle. I don't know. Bob Quinn already kind of said that he's more confident with him at the left side of of Termin. We still months and months away from the regular season. Right. Yeah. uh, They could go defensive line, like you said. They could go wide receiver and go get one of those. Or Conklin. I'm fine with either.
0: I'm going to tell you, you guys aren't going to like when I'm going to have to stay here. here. Um, I like Conklin. I like Decker, but I don't see either of them as left tackle. I think they're both destined for right tackle. I just don't think either of them are fast enough or athletic enough, especially Decker. I would take Conklin a little bit over Decker. They're both good, but I both think they're Riley Reef 2.0. None of them has super long arms. None of them are super quick. To get a good left tackle in the league, you almost got to have a top five pick or at least a top ten pick, which is kind of like why they, where they screw themselves. The good thing about 16 is the only like, top guy at your position you're going to have is wide receiver. <laughs> that's why I'm going Laquan Treadwell at 16. I'm thinking he's going to be a really good player. And a lot of people aren't so high in him because his speed isn't there, but he has great hands. He's huge, great route runner. Um, he's not Megatron, but nobody is. And I think he'll be that number one target for um, for Stafford. The only the only reason is because he. I think you got to go best player available. He's the top guy at his position. He can be there. Offensive tackle at sixteen, you're getting like the fourth or the fifth best option. That's not good enough for the Lions. They need, if they're going to go left tackle, it better be one of the best dang ones in the draft, like a right like a Ronnie Stanley who could maybe slip there. Most likely not. And then a Tonzo, who sure as heck won't be there. Um, Conklin and Decker, they're not for sure left tackles. I've seen a lot of scouts say they, they're, not, they're not sure. They could move to the right side. If you're getting a left tackle, he better for sure be a left tackle. We know for sure Treadwell's a, su- a huge weapon at wide receiver. That's why I would go there over those two guys.
2: You're not going to be able to throw him the ball if you don't have an offensive line, though. So if they go draft Treadwell, we're just going to see the same thing that happened last year. Stafford getting hit constantly. Run down constantly and sacked. That's a problem. That's but are one of those?
0: Possible. Are one of those two guys really gonna like provide that much more time for Stafford? Are they really gonna make that much of a difference in the old line? I, I don't see them.
1: dropping down. People were talking about. Ooh, it's gonna be there at sixteen. <coughs> yeah, he is gonna be there at sixteen. He'll
2: probably be there at twenty-three.
0: He won't I'm be trying. there. at Twenty-three.
2: You could see the Vikings taking him to uh, Vikings, And
0: then he'll tear us apart. It's like oh, all their other no-name guys. Because yeah,
2: our secondary sucks.
0: Our secondary is actually good. Our secondary is yeah, good. Yeah, You're wrong about slay, that. You know, our secondary is one, one of our better. What's yeah, one of our slay. best? <laughs> and you have Glover Quinn, and we have some young guys. Going. And you have some young guys like Quandre Diggs. Um, I would want got the go Nevin Lawson. In. You got yeah, some they, guys there.
1: they healthy, yeah. They be a good but maybe Josh would be a better wide receiver from TCU He's fast.
0: Wolf Fuller is a guy I like, but I wouldn't like him at sixteen. I'd want to trade down a little bit to get him. But he's a huge, he's a big play waiting to happen. Every time you watch the oh, Notre yeah. Dame guy, he's oh, yeah. the Hail Mary, Wolf Fuller's got it. Doesn't matter who they were going up against. Even Ohio State and USC, he tore their secondaries apart.
1: Which is what the Lions might need because Calvin Johnson was the guy the
0: Yeah. the Hail Mary who was athletic enough yeah. to
1: really get that football. You may need someone like
0: a Wolf Fuller to right. come in and
1: do that. Especially when you got someone like Golden Tate who can already do what right. the
0: other and I like Fuller. I just think Treadwell is just the most well rounded. I think he's the guy that can move the chains consistently for you. And he's such a matchup. He's, he's so tall. He's quick. He's great hands. Um, he had the injuries sophomore year. It's a little concerning, but last year bounced back, had a great year. That's who I would lead towards. But I do like Conklin as another option. I'd be okay with that. Decker, I don't know so much. I don't I don't know so much. I think he's, he's a right... He's
2: part of that Ohio State offensive line.
0: But they had a ton of good guys on the offensive line. And
2: yeah, Ezekiel Elliott would just bully people
1: over.
0: Really? The offensive line. Yeah. But Conklin also, he was part of a really good offensive line when he went up against teams like Alabama. Kind of got his butt whipped up a little bit. Conklin went up against Joey Boza. And that was... He did do well against Boza, and he did do well against DeForest Buckner, too. Right. Of Oregon. So that's, that's, what, that's probably why I'd lean to him more over Decker. Both could be good options. Um... But I say, I say, take the best guy at his position at that point. Any possibility they trade down or trade up?
2: I think they could trade down. I can't see them trading
0: up. I'd be okay if they traded down. Yeah, get some more picks. You have some holes. Um,
2: well, we all agree
1: offense. no, no defense for <clears throat> the Detroit Lions, not in the first round.
0: Who would be your nightmare selection at 16 if they took him? Going Name another person besides <laughs> Trump. somewhere else, someone we haven't talked about yet. If they, they took him, and you're just like, no, just another classic Lions pick. I'm sick of this. Who would it be? Maybe a guy
1: like Shaq Lawson from, from <laughs> Shaq <laughs> Lawson. From Lawson.
0: <laughs> you, you're not you're not big on Shaq Lawson as a guy to put across from from uh, Ziggy. Well, if I'm gonna take a, Rather, have uh, Kevin Dodd.
2: If I, yeah, yeah.
0: You take yeah. Kevin Dodd over Shaq Lawson.
2: Yeah, I, I
1: would. If I'm gonna take a defensive player. And defensive <clears throat> d
0: line is another position the Lions could really need especially on the interior. Ashawn Robinson could be a good guy.
1: I really like Ashawn Robinson. You got him and Jerron
2: Reed. You got two options at defensive tackle as well from, both from Alabama. Yep. Because they're an NFL
0: factory essentially. And then you, you, have, Sheld- and the you have Sheldon Rankins too from Louisville. Oh yeah. He's also really good. Yep. The, um, Defensive tackle is probably the deepest position in this draft, so I'd prefer they waited until the second round to address that. There's going to be the, um, like Andrew Billings from Baylor being in the second round. Um, there's some other guys I can't think of them right now, but there's a ton of guys that will be in there in the second round. Take advantage of the first round of Robert position. MDK. Maybe it's not. Mdicci, yeah.
2: Or Mdicci or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. red D- flag that Yeah, he's
0: already been red flagged. Because remember he had that incident where he jumped out of the window. He was on drugs Zachary or something. Enough, yeah. take
2: him in the second round pick,
0: I would take him in the second round for sure. Yeah. He was a top overall high school player. A lot when of people he... have him in the huge. second
2: round. He was huge.
1: You can get his act together. He's a steal. Especially in the second round.
0: But I know a lot of people are looking at him as like Nick Fairley 2.0. Kind of ran into some drug problems and just never lived up to the full hype of being like one of the best players. Um. He
1: could be a Ty- Tyron Matthew. bad. could be a guy like that. He got he together. He
0: got if he's there in the second round, I'm taking him.
2: Oh, I won uh, in a heartbeat.
0: You wouldn't? No, I would. You would, yeah, I saying, yeah. Talent's there. Yeah. I'm going
1: take a defensive player in the first round because no. defensive players you can just swap in and out on every series. Offense, you are out there the majority of the time. You can't swap out Matthew Stafford. You can swap out of there. And
0: see. they have more holes in offense and defense. Now, defense, you have a, you have a potential superstar at every level. Ziggy on the D line, Levy on the linebackers, Slay in the secondary. Offense, you have Stafford, Golden Tate. You have really no one proven at running back yet. A duel hasn't proven anything. Um, O-line he's proven he, he's proven he First can. Run, I would take Miles Jack
1: from oh yeah and he got hurt and that's, uh, that's he's not problem. gonna be if he him.
0: does then I would take him oh yeah because I think he oh, could totally him, take him next to Levy you're the best linebacker in yeah. course um, but Levy and Miles Jack those are two superstars right there okay. and Jalen Smith is another okay so our yeah. so our final segment of the final show of the year Detroit
1: sports for essentially uh, Pistons getting swept in four games
2: and the uh, shot at Detroit. the shut up Cleveland Obviously, with a uh, Kyrie Irving waving by. Fell and Roger Goodell. Uh, today, they announced that Tom Brady was getting That's about to happen. Uh, maybe reevaluate this a couple of weeks down the road. Right. Uh, this...
0: I just don't get I always get, get these big name courts involved in a game. Like, Don't they have more, like, bigger responsibility? Yes. NFL yes. football. Yes. It, it, it the the Patriots is very
1: important.
0: Didn't show much. Tatar didn't show much. Anthony Mantha still came up for a couple games that went right from coastless. Lightning. It was just really bad. Um, we don't even know who the Gooser Stud, Mr. Evan.
1: Last stud uh, of the year. Episodes I appeared on twelve, so that was cool, and uh, it
2: was so And also studs, the fans that are watching or listening. Cindergard from oh. the New York Mets, the pitcher. He started is also lower than it was a season ago. He's at zero point nine five. That's incredible. It is. That's like Cy Young-worthy contention right there. Agreed. <laughs> the Royals played American woman when
0: Noah Syndergaard came Rocks for him. They gave up pretty much nothing. Um, and he's making the league minimum this year, average 14 for that spot. Marcus Morks looks like he could hold on to that spot maybe for next year or beyond the game yesterday, yeah. But just such a good guy. Um, never complained about his contract even though he's Agreed, agreed. Well, guys, thank you so much for a great year. I couldn't imagine a uh, better co-host along my side. Just so much fun this year, so many good memories. And uh, let's do it again in the fall. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah. On Sportsmanlike Like Conduct season two coming at Looks you, like back in action. Really <laughs> yeah. For the final time this year, for Von Lozan, for Evan and yeah. for Von Lozan, yeah. I'm Colin Logston. Thank you so much for listening on Sportsmanlike Like Conduct. Have a great summer. Fire up chips.